I've never met a business owner who doesn't want to make more money. So in today's podcast, we're going to give you the second easiest way to improve your profitability for any plumbing, electrical, or similar service business. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Hi, I'm Tony Fraser-Jones, host of the Profitable Tradie Podcast, and hanging out today in the studio with my sidekick, Phil Smith, today. So Phil's the COO here at Profitable Tradie. So Phil, what are we jumping into today? Mate, well, look, firstly, if you're in business, you really should be focused on making your business as profitable as you can. So lots of ways to do this. Uh, could be pricing, could be better productivity, better clients. Uh, but really, there's one way that just doesn't require you to do any of the things that we've just talked about. And it's going to have just as much difference, if not more, and that's getting your labor utilization right. So that's today's topic. Yep, labor utilization. So we're going to jump and dig into why that's important and, and how you can actually improve it and... Uh, Look, just as an aside, I like what you're talking about. We're here to, you know, business is not tiddlywinks. We're here to actually make profit. Dead right. Yeah. Uh, and so we should, you know, I think we've got a duty as a business owner to make as much profit as we can. Not to be crazy or anything, to provide a great service, but, you know, more profit you make, better your business is, you know, the better you can invest in your business, make the, you know, the, the service better for clients. It's just a win-win, right? Yeah, well, it's important, right? I mean, like, we talk to people every day that say, hey, I'm not in it to make a million bucks, I'm not in it to get rich, I'm not in it to, you know, make some kind of empire. Hey, that's fine. If you want more free time, you, you know what you're going to need to make that work is, is probably some decent profit. You want to make your employees happy, you want to give them opportunities, cool, profit's going to help you do that. It doesn't really matter what your come from is, uh, profit's going to make it easier for you to achieve any of the goals. So that's why we're in business. And if you don't want to make a profit, that's cool. You should register as a non-profit. That's you right. You pay less tax. <laughs> you should be a charity. Yeah, that's uh, right. And uh, it's, I think it's a bit like driving a Ferrari. People say, oh, I don't need a flash car, but maybe they've never driven a Ferrari. So Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> More profit in your business certainly helps with uh, helps with everything. There's, there's no doubt about that. And buying time back is, is a huge part of that. Definitely. So to sort of get into this Phil I reckon uh, a quick story is in order is that cool <laughs> as always man as always get it, get your story off yeah, your chest I'm not sure it's my best story but uh, we'll, we'll do our best so no, that's let, cool. let's say uh, you were uh, you wanted to make an investment so you were looking to invest some money and uh, you talked to a fund manager um, I got very little idea about the share market so um, probably fund manager is a good way to go but let's say you give them $40,000 to invest uh, and you find out two or three months down the track that your fund managers only actually invested 35000 of the money that you gave them and 5000 still sitting in the bank doing nothing. You'd be yeah, you'd be a little bit ticked off, right? Yeah, well, it's $5,000 of lazy money, right? Lazy money, exactly. Mm. So it's the same with your team. Now, you invest into them by paying their wages and their salaries. Now, for and for most, it's 40 hours a week. Let's just use that as the the general thing, sure. 40 hours a week. So if you're not able to invoice out as much of that 40 hours as possible, you're losing uh, potential return. There's a big opportunity cost. Yeah. You're paying and there's no uh, reward back to the business. I think that's important as well, Tony, because a lot of the time people say, well, I suppose I'm paying them for nothing. But it's actually not just that, is it? Because in this case, you sure, the money gets paid to your employee uh, and you don't have anything done for that time, but you also don't make the extra profit on the time that would have been spent. You don't make profit on the materials that would have been used during those hours. So 
the opportunity cost is so much more than the wages that go unused is the wages that go unused and all of the profit that would have come from that time that's, that's really the key that's huge so that and that really is the opportunity cost the cost itself if you're paying your team 35 40 dollars an hour 20 whatever it is that you think that's the cost but it's actually what you what you lose exactly, um, exactly. which is which is massive and that's that's difficult to get back so let's um that this might be a bit dry and i apologize but i mean if you like improving your profit this won't be dry so it's not actually that dry at all but anyway let's say you've got 40 hours 35 hours a week are chargeable so you've lost five hours a week now that if we talk about labor utilization that is 87 and a half percent labor utilization so 35 divided by 40 that's how utilized your team is now let's say your labor cost you $40 an hour so you're actually paying $200 for nothing yeah no for for five hours times forty dollars is two hundred mm. and to your point about opportunity cost let's just say your your charge out was eighty dollars now for some of you it's going to be way more it might be 120 130 even higher and some yeah. of you uh, might be a bit lower. doesn't really matter let's just say it's eighty dollars you're, you're not invoicing or charging for five hours at eighty dollars that's four hundred dollars now just trust me on the maths if you have a 48 week year that's nineteen thousand two hundred dollars of lost charge out time that doesn't include any materials which would yeah. make it more so this is you know best case absolute bare best, bones because yeah, there'd yeah. be a lowest charge out rate yeah and that's no materials so that would yeah. be if it was labor only low charge out rate work which honestly most of you guys are, are going to be making a lot more per yeah. hour than that hundred percent now let's say you had five uh five tradespeople or techs or people in the field and they were all uh, 35 hours a week instead of 40. That's $96,000 a yeah. year yeah. in opportunity cost or yeah. money that the business is actually not uh, recovering from the labor spend. Yeah. And again, before we add on the materials, before we add on any work that you can do at a higher charge out rate. So honestly, Tony, I mean, a lot of money going big. A huge amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, a little bit like death by a thousand paper cuts you often don't notice this in your business until you start measuring it and i think that's something we really you know we, we should kick around today because the measurement of it is is absolutely critical yeah cool so hey tony what happens if we don't get this right i mean if you don't risk. yeah if you don't understand your labor utilization and i honestly think it's the second easiest way to increase your profits because the easiest is to put your prices up uh if you don't do this you'll you'll find you just burn cash that you don't need to and you lose some huge opportunities to actually increase your profits. And I, I think for a lot of business owners who are listening today, that may be one of the reasons that they're on Struggle Street with low profit. Uh, and also, uh, it flows through to your time because if your profit's down, you're less uh, willing or able to invest into getting you know, more team members or the right equipment or systems or uh, technology or whatever. And so it has a knock-on effect to you know your enjoyment of the business as well because more profit makes does make everything easier yeah that's right so yeah. so i think that's important so when you get it right you will make more cash if you manage this stuff and monitor it you'll make more cash and more profit you'll have the ability to hire and, and to buy back time and i think you just feel a whole lot better if you are you know making money out of more money out of your business it, it helps with everything 100 percent. i think that's important again back to the point of hey not everybody wants to make buckets and buckets of money but I'm sure we can all relate to that you know that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach when you look at your bank account 
and you're like, oh wow, uh, not a lot there. Not good. It's pretty stressful, right? Like, it doesn't matter, even if that's not your, your goal, and even if you don't really care about the money, man, it's stressful when there's nothing there, right? And the opposite's always true as well. Again, whether you care about the money or not, if you look at the coffers and they're nice and full, man, it's a, it's a nice feeling, right? So it's just yeah. big sigh of relief, everything's okay, and I can get on with whatever my main focus actually is. You feel more secure. Yeah, massively. So how do we get this done? Yep, so I think there's a bunch of ways to do this, and uh, I want to talk about you know, maybe five of them today cool. th- that we talk about our yeah, members yeah, to our members with. Uh, so the first thing is, is measuring it. So it's important that you track this weekly. Uh, so there's a really... Um, interesting i guess phrase in in, uh in running a business you can manage what you can measure yeah and what gets measured gets done yep that's right so if essentially it's this simple and often your um, your software that you use for your service software your job job management software will help with this if you're paying for 40 hours a week how much of that time is actually charged to jobs Mm. Uh, and track that each week and you'll notice if it's low you'll notice that and you'll start asking questions about why yeah well i think it's important and it really does flow into everything as you said tony like if we're not tracking it if we're not measuring it that means we're working off gut feel yeah and the hard thing with gut feel is you're never quite right you might be sort of right you might be on the right track but you're never quite right and there's always always something you've missed when we start measuring properly then really the numbers don't lie and you might actually find some surprises there there might be things that you think are going all right maybe they're actually not where they need to be and vice versa, some things that are going wrong, um, maybe you thought they were fine. You thought everything was good in that department. So I think it's important we look at the numbers so we can make some really good emotion-free decisions uh, and actually focus on the right areas. Yeah, and, and it can be simple stuff. Uh, for instance, um, I can think of a couple of members of our Million Dollar Trade Coaching Program who started measuring this and they very quickly realized that everyone, all the team would come to the workshop or their factory in the morning and then go to the jobs from there. And they would lose 15 or 20 minutes per person. Per day. Per day. Yeah. Uh, so they switched that around and actually routed all the guys uh, you know, from home with their vans so that they you know, didn't lose that 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. And if they, ha- if they hadn't measured it, then they wouldn't have realized the impact of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's absolutely... Uh, enormous so yeah. I think that's the first thing is you got to track it weekly and I, th- I think one thing on that Tony and I remember like one of our clients in particular um, actually got quite a big surprise with just how much time was spent running around after materials hmm. and what they were able to do was when they knew the real numbers they could actually run the real numbers on what it was costing them an opportunity cost to be running around after all these materials they figured out that actually hiring a delivery driver full-time uh, was a third a third the cost of what it was costing them to have their guys getting their own stuff. Yeah. Tradespeople um, running around going to the merchant. Yeah, and so by actually increasing their overhead slightly by getting this uh, this driver, what they were able to do was increase their profit by you know some sixty percent, which is which is madness. And again, they wouldn't have been able to see that and do the real numbers on it and get the confidence to make those decisions if they didn't have the numbers in the first place. Massive, absolutely massive. So you've, you've got to test this and measure this stuff. I think that's that's the key starting point. Then you get a sense of how much opportunity cost there actually is, uh, and you and the the issues will start popping up. You say, well, why is that time being lost? Oh, okay, it's extra trips to suppliers or merchants, or it's people not being organised. Uh, could be traffic, yeah, for example. Could be. Yeah. So the second thing I think is is critical is accurate job cards and 
accurate jobbing information. So uh, that stuff, it's absolutely critical that that stuff gets done on site and you have the right software so it can be done. People can you know, click start and click stop on the job. And so all the time spent related to the job is actually included on the job. Uh, because if it's left till later, we know what later's memory is like. It's like, oh, yeah, I left at, you know, 10, 15 and I started the other job at, oh, it was about uh, 11 o'clock. And you've <laughs> lost 45 minutes. Yeah. Which yeah. should have been captured through travel or through um, invoicing, like the time spent writing up the job notes. That should also be included in the job. So accurate jobbing information on site with with the right software is is critical so that helps yeah and done at the time at the time that's, yeah. really that's the thing otherwise yeah, yeah. people's memories are, are, are not great no nah, nah. yep. i don't know what i had for lunch yesterday <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i had for breakfast mate um and then the third thing is uh is organization um so that's been well organized in terms of how you schedule jobs uh like i said you know making sure that everyone uh, goes to the job rather than spends 15 minutes uh, in the in the workshop. Uh, yep. Go go straight to site. Uh, making sure materials are planned, material purchases, so to reduce downtime. So you know, for for example, if you've done a bid and a quote for a job and it, and you know what the materials are, um, you know, can you get them delivered to site? Can you yep. get them delivered to the workshop, and the team can just pick them at the start of the job rather than having to to you know make a lot of trips. Yeah, to a exactly. merchant which loses a lot of time uh, look our members have come up with some really ingenious ways of this I know one um, uh, who lives in a, a smaller country town he has all the fuel on site at the workshop so everyone can fuel the van at the workshop they don't have to go and drive uh, and spend you know 15 to 30 minutes mucking around filling the vans up with diesel yeah exactly and this has been a game changer for him like i mean i remember running the numbers on it and hey i won't give away any secrets today but man there was some pretty pretty impressive profit increases um from the time he was able to save uh getting the guys to fuel up right there you know on his premises um so a little bit of work involved to get it in but even that just pales in comparison to the extra money made so and this is the thing when you've got uh, if you if there's only one of you it's a small time saving but if there's 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 or 50, this is, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Yeah, well, um, small hinges swing big, big doors, doors, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the fourth one is, is huge. And this may be a little bit of a mindset thing. You need to charge the client for everything related to the job. So, for example, travel. Uh, that's that's a killer if you're in a, in a large metropolitan city. Mm. Uh, so the travel, you know, needs to be um, apportioned to a job. Yeah. Uh, doing the job cars on site as we talked about look you have a choice uh, when you pay your employees either you can pay for the time or the client can pay for the time yeah that's right and one way is a good way of business and the other not so much well it's charitable yeah that's right it's like a charity <laughs> but yeah. again where yeah. if you want to be a charity you should register yeah. as one because you pay less tip. that's right that's yeah. right so uh, and the last the fifth one I think is is huge don't discount time uh off invoices and don't price or invoice work out of your own wallet out of your own head uh, it's very easy to discount or to take time off because you feel bad about the price or how long it took um, or whatever that is but that's really a problem with the way you feel about you know money and profitability yourself mm. uh, 
our job as a leader is really simple. It's to make sure that we get as close as possible to 100% labor recovery. Yeah. Because you're paying for it, so yeah. you might as well make it pay for you. And I think the big thing with this, guys, is that when you start getting more confident on some of these points and you know you start to actually change your mindset, then it actually becomes easier to find all the different little hacks that you, you can, You know whether or not it's that you need to tweak your sales process, um, whether or not it's that you need to pre-frame better and, and get people to understand and agree to some of the things that they'll pay for beforehand so they don't feel weird to bring them up later. But I think you know there's a lot of little minor tweaks that you can make that make huge, huge differences and really they all come back to that point, Tony, is you need to switch your mindset first. Like You need to understand what you're gonna pay for and what you're not and you need to understand that the price that you that you've set, um, yeah, it's, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. It is fair, and 100%. the things that they have to pay for are fair. So yeah, it really needs to start their team. Yep. Yeah. So this this um, this podcast is really about uh, you know the second easiest way <laughs> to to make more profit, and you know increasing your price is is the easiest. And uh, there's a lot of numbers and stuff in here, but it's a very juicy topic. And I guess the key uh, lesson is that uh, there's a massive opportunity. To increase your profits by maximizing the amount of chargeable time it's not even about on-site productivity it's about just making sure all the hours that you're paying for are being charged out now if you owned a factory uh, and you had machines if they were only operating 35 hours a week you'd be asking questions that's right and it's the same thing with our team uh, and this when this doesn't get done right, it's like death by a thousand paper cuts. You lose 15 minutes here and 10 minutes here, but it adds up really quickly. And that's what we, why we, we've got to track it hard out. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the key thing. Yeah. So I the think thing to do after this is, is track go it. back, start tracking your numbers, yeah. see how you're adding up as far as what's chargeable versus what you're actually paying for. Um, and then, hey, find those gaps. And when we find those gaps, we've got a bunch of stuff that's going to help you to actually you know, fix Yeah, there's them a bunch of systems to put in place. But the starting point for anyone listening, if it's your business and you're worried about where you're at with this, is start measuring it. How many, how uh, chargeable, how, how utilized is your labor? And do it as a percentage, you know. Hours charged over hours paid. Thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's four ways we can help your business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book called The Profitable Trading. And it's at ProfitableTradyBook.com forward slash podcast. Two, join my free Facebook group at ProfitableTrady.com forward slash group. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Profitable Trady in the YouTube search bar. Or four, book a free 15-minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at ProfitableTrady.com forward slash podcast call. Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.